Today, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Once again Jesus went out along the sea. All the crowd came to him, and he taught them. As he passed by, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the customs post. He said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. While he was at table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners sat with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. Some scribes, who were Pharisees, saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, and said to his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus heard this, and said to them, That those who are well do not need a physician, but the sick do. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. The Gospel of the Lord. The suggestion for this Saturday is not only to summarize or synthesize this week's Gospels, but also to take an image or a theme among those we reflected upon in prayer, so that each one of us may make their own synthesis or keep a phrase from this week that may have helped them come closer to Jesus' heart. That's why I'd like to invite you to keep thinking about the topic of astonishment which we took up at some point these days and which featured quite frequently in this week's glimpses of the gospel. People were left in awe and asked one another, What is this? Or as yesterday's gospel put it, We have never seen anything like this. It's so nice to ask Jesus and the Holy Spirit this, that we too may wonder and be amazed at the things he said this week at the words of his that gave us life and helped us keep on walking, see where to tread, and walk firmly. Of course, an attitude of astonishment is not one that we may fabricate, but rather, it's something that arises spontaneously as we encounter something that amazes us. So, on the one hand, we need to give something of ourselves in order to reread, to go over some scenes and words in the Gospels, to realize what amazes us. And on the other hand, we also need to open up to novelty, to the reading of the gospel surprising us and having us stop in our tracks. That's why, when we spoke about amazement, we said that we need to stop in our tracks to be able to be amazed. It happens both ways. Sometimes God takes us by surprise as we listen or read. Something surprises us and we stop. On other occasions, we need to learn to stop so that our heart may start to look at and listen to other things. Once it stops, amazement suddenly happens. Because awe will give rise to the desire to listen more, to look closer, and to put all of our senses into it, only awe helps us take things to heart. But it needs to be a profound sense of awe, not a superficial one that only focuses on the external. This week we had many opportunities to have Jesus surprise us. That's why I suggest you stop to examine or review Jesus' words at the beginning of the week, repent and believe in the gospel, so that we may check what we need to do for the message of the gospel to penetrate a little more deeply into our heart. 
Later this week, we were witnesses to several healings. The healing of the man with the unclean spirit. The healing of Peter's mother-in-law. The healing of a leper and a paralytic. This is a series of encounters of Jesus with pain, with disease, with people in despair, that reveal precisely a Jesus who teaches us that he has come to work on our lives. A Jesus who is not after fame or to be taken as a miracle maker, but a Jesus who overpowers evil, who brings the demons who sometimes subject people under control, who keeps maladies in check, who masters everything around him. Jesus is fundamentally one who comes, as we read yesterday, to forgive us. I say to you, rise, pick up your mat, and go home. That could be the image we keep for ourselves today. Or else we could keep his calling of Levi, or of the disciples. In other words, Jesus calls us to forgive us, not because we are righteous, not because we have merits, not because there's something special about us. He calls us so that we may experience his forgiveness, whether we may be like the one who is brought in on his mat to Jesus' feet, or Levi, who is called while he's collecting taxes, or the disciples who are called while they're fishing. All of us are called to come home to the church to experience forgiveness, that forgiveness that transpires throughout our lives, and learn to give it to our neighbors. We are called upon to be forgiving and forgiven, men and women. May the word of this week, the word of today, help us to be amazed once again at Jesus, who's come to forgive, a Jesus who's come not to point at us, but to embrace us and make us experience the forgiveness that only comes from the highest. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.